This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Now, Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio. Good afternoon and welcome. Okay, driving around the GTA has become more difficult and frustrating and annoying, but really an 80% increase in fatalities that are the result of aggressive drying, driving. People are dying because of our impatience. So far this year, 27 people have been killed on the roads because of aggressive driving, and that is up from 15 this time last year. What's the reason behind the increase? What are your experiences of aggressive Driving the numbers to call 416 360 toll free 1 866 740 Whatever those reasons, it's time to set the reset button. I think uh, there's basically a new normal out there on the roads, and uh, drivers just have to adjust. Now, for the details, we go to Sergeant Kerry Schmidt, who joins me now. Hi, Sergeant. Hi, how are you doing? How are you? Oh, beautiful. It's a beautiful day out here today, isn't it? Okay, a beautiful day. Uh, sometimes that means more aggressive driving, right? Well, the, the problem is uh, in these days when the sun is shining and everyone's in a good mood, they're relaxed, uh, they often don't think about what they're doing and what the risks that they're putting themselves as well as other people around them in uh, based on their driving. And uh, like the stats are showing right now, the increased in road fatalities because of speeding and aggressive driving. It is, uh, it is deadly and dangerous, and people need to understand there's consequences uh, can, uh, can be life-altering. Now, what do you see as the reason behind this? I mean, uh, if there's more speeding, more aggressive behavior, that means people have basically changed their behavior. Well, yeah, you're right, and as we see these numbers increase, this is certainly very concerning for us. Uh, the fact that we've seen this 80% increase is huge, and really the driving season hasn't even really begun uh, with uh, people taking out their summer vehicles and motorcycles and sports cars uh, that uh, we often associate with aggressive driving. But keep in mind, aggressive driving can come in all sorts of uh, manners, and it's not just those drivers you may uh, stereotypically identify as uh, high-risk drivers. We see it in passenger vehicles, minivans, pickup trucks, commercial vehicles, uh, people that are pushing the limit, following too close, driving aggressively, speeding, and, and really not uh, not being aware of, of what's coming up around them. Distraction has a lot to do with it as well. But when speed and aggressive driving come into the, uh, into the whole uh, circumstance, your time to react is so much more diminished because now you have only one car length behind the car in front of you, which gives you just a fraction of the time that you should have if you were having a proper following distance and, and speeding, obviously, as well. Uh, going 100 kilometers per hour or doing 150, 180, we have cars doing 200, 210, 230, which is unbelievably dangerous, although those drivers 
may not even identify and think they're in danger until it's too late. You're driving straight, which is fine. You lose control of something happens in front of you. Your closing distance, your closing time and speed is happening so quickly, you're, you're not able to respond and adjust it accordingly. Uh, you mentioned commercial vehicles. I've noticed in the last few days, you know, large trucks being aggressive uh, and medium-sized trucks and a lot of it happening in areas where there's construction the roads are narrowed to begin with and and uh, you know people that are basically bigger than you in a passenger van are, are are being like bullies well, absolutely, and you're right. When you talk about construction zones with lanes being narrowed, uh, no shoulders, there's really no escape routes in many places because there's concrete walls on both sides. And if you look in your rearview mirror and all you see is the grill of a transport truck behind you, that is very intimidating. And if something happens in front of you that you need to t- take emergency action or emergency braking, you're going to outbreak that truck behind you more than likely. The problem is that truck is going to be into the back of you and you're the one who's going to pay the price. And so people who are driving aggressively need to realize it's not just themselves that they may think they're putting at risk or that uh, would only be affected by it. We see countless innocent victims being killed because of someone else's poor decisions, and that is completely unacceptable. Of, of course it's unacceptable. I want to talk about a bit about construction because, you know, I can see it happening. It was, we discussed it on the morning show in the promo. Um, I, uh, like many people, left exactly as much time as I need to get here. Uh, I know there's construction on the way, but there was new construction. And, you know, suddenly it looked like I was going to be late. I, I didn't get, you know, crazy about it because, you know, it, stuff happens. But yeah. but I think that's what happens to people a lot. There's There are all kinds of more obstacles on the road. Um, people don't leave extra time. And then when they realize that they're going to be late for something that they shouldn't be late for, uh, they start doing stuff that's dangerous. You're absolutely right. And we live in this world of being just in time. We give ourselves just that window to get from the house to the office to school to wherever we're going uh, with less than a minute to spare. And if you're using your, uh, your navigation, your maps, or your phone to give you updates and give you estimated arrival time based on traffic speeds and volumes, which is a real-time track, which is beautiful, when you look at your arrival time and you realize you're going to be late, it's nearly impossible to change that and to drive in a manner that will make you there much earlier than a minute or so. And, and by doing so, you're putting yourself and everybody else at risk, uh, except the fact that you might be late. Call ahead, tell them my estimated arrival time is going to be so-and-so, and, and then drive accordingly and appropriately for the highways. Because trying to now follow closely and, and cut in front of other cars and, and giving yourself zero reaction time because you're less than a car behind a vehicle in front of you is not going to get you to your destination any quicker. And if you are able to save yourself 5 or 10 or 15 seconds, that time will all be lost when you get to, to the off-ramp and you're sitting at a red light, and, and you're still going to get there at pretty much the exact same time that uh, it, it told you in the first place. So give yourself, uh, just accept the fact that time will... Uh, will we'll, we'll continue to elapse, and you'll get there when you get there and without putting yourself in, in harm's way. Because if you wreck, now there's countless people behind you that are going to be even more delayed because of traffic congestion, and, and we're depending 
on everybody else on the highway that's in front of us not to get into a wreck because if they crash, we're going to be even more delayed. And uh, it really is a shared responsibility, a shared uh, use of the highways. The highways are there for everyone's enjoyment and transportation. But when people take liberties and and, uh, go above and beyond of what is allowed, that's when uh, we see uh, issues. And and that's why we're seeing this increase here of uh, fatalities because of speeding and aggressive driving. Those few people that are taking those chances are, are putting themselves and everybody else at risk. And it's not always the driver who's paying the ultimate price. It could be an innocent victim in this whole situation as well. Okay, yeah, let's take a call from Victor in Mississauga. Hi, Victor. Hey, how you doing, guys? Fine. Listen, I got I got a problem. I'm, I drive a dump truck, and I'm here in uh, Capitol Paving here in uh, Guelph, and I can tell you something about these drivers that we have to stop, and uh, and, and that's and that's getting uh, paid by the load. And these guys here, when they get paid by the load, they they really scream down the highway yep. to to make their to make their quarter, whatever. And I they they park here four three o'clock in the morning to get their first loads. Now we, we got to stop that. I mean, if we can get people to start paying us by the hour, the, the highways will be a lot better, and these guys won't be rushing up and down the highways. And and causing these problems because they're getting paid by the load and they're going to go fast just to make it. You know, see what I'm talking about? Yeah, I I I, I do. I mean, and we've heard of other problems. I mean, just uh, the other day was it yesterday or the day before where we learned that uh, you know we hear all these stories about the concrete coming off the Gardner yeah. Expressway. Well, most of that was from dump trucks. Uh, uh-huh. So, uh, uh, Sergeant Schmidt, um, is, yeah. what can be done about that? Yeah, you're right, Victor. Uh, we see people uh, driving aggressively, trying to make their deliveries, whether or not you're delivering gravel or you're delivering packages or you're driving a transport truck. If your tires are not turning, you're not making money. You're getting paid by the mile. You're getting paid by the load. You're getting paid uh, by the job. And the quicker you do it, the more you're going to make. And, uh, and that's that's the world of business that we live in right now, and you know that's uh, you know beyond my ability to change that. But we need to change those attitudes, and uh, you know driving that uh, extra aggressiveness is that actually going to give you enough time to get an extra load in? Uh, probably not. And if there also is a crash or an incident, you know that truck is now going to be sitting in traffic with thousands of other cars experiencing the same delays and the same frustration, and as soon as they finally get by the uh, the issues, they're going to step it up again and push it even harder. And, and that is, uh, again, putting uh, public safety at risk. And that's why we're out there looking for aggressive drivers, stunt driving. Just, just, and, just uh, a minute. Do- Sergeant Schmidt, you're talking about changing attitudes, but what about changing penalties, making it a bigger penalty if there is a commercial vehicle involved? Well, you know, there are already higher penalties when commercial vehicles are in, are involved in, in certain situations, uh, insecure load. There's higher penalties for commercial vehicle uh, statuses, and and those uh, will will continue to, to be there. There's already penalties, $10,000 penalties for stunt driving, and, and you can be a stunt driver in a tractor-trailer just as much as you can be in a two-door convertible sports car. So, and, uh, and when we see a commercial vehicle involved in a collision, the outcomes, you're three times as likely to be involved in a fatality if there's a transport or commercial vehicle involved just because of the size and weight and, and momentum and energy in those vehicles. Okay, so, yeah, let's, uh, let's try to get in one more call here. We've got Helen in Toronto. Hi, Helen. Hi, Libby. 
I was driving um, along Shepherd yesterday, and I tend to stop about a half a car length behind the person ahead of me. Just recently, I decided it's, you know, I'm not going to get there any faster. There's this huge truck behind me honking as if I'm going to be able to, by moving up a half a length in a red light, uh, I'm going to be able to do something about it. It's very unnerving. Oh, oh, it is. I I remember driving, this was horrible, in Quebec, um, north of Montreal, and and just having, like, truck after truck after truck on my tail, and I had to drive... 120 kilometers an hour just uh, to be a little bit away from them. And, you know, by the time I I got to my destination, I was a total wreck. (laughs) Well, with this one, he was probably going to the highway because it was um, near Shepherd and uh, Bayfield. I'm sorry, I made you the wrong uh, wrong street. And when I looked up at the highway, he wasn't going to move anyway. (laughs) It was bumper-to-bumper truck, so... I mean, that is, to me, sheer stupidity. That half a car length is not going to make a difference. Yep. You're not going to get there any faster uh, by following too close, and you're likely to get there later if you even tap that person bumper, and now you're involved in a collision, and now you need to stop and exchange information. Uh, you know, and how many and collisions? Late. <laughs> okay. All uh, right. Thanks, Libby. Th- thank you. You're welcome. And uh, that is uh, all the time we have for this segment. Uh, Carrie Schmidt, what would you like to leave us with? Well, thank you very much. You know, it is uh, a beautiful day today. Lots of people out on the road. The weekends are here. Summer is coming. If you're going to be driving, you know, just have that awareness around you. Plan ahead. You know, we just we want people to enjoy the outdoors and enjoy driving. We love driving. I'm a driver myself. But when it comes down to it, taking chances and uh, pushing the limit. If you want to race and, and be aggressive, you got to go to a track. you got to go someplace sanctioned because the highways are not that place, and we're going to be out there uh, focusing on those high-risk drivers and taking them off the road. And there's, uh, there's a lot of work to be done, and we're going to continue to be out there and patrol. But uh, anyone from the public, if you see dangerous or aggressive driving, call 911. Call Star OPP, and we will get officers in position to at least disrupt that activity or stop them and take them off the road. Okay, Sergeant Kerry Schmidt, thanks so much. Thanks, Louie. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.